0: The following programming is sponsored by Clean and Sober Media. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or Beasley Media Group.
1: If you need immediate help, please call the National Substance Abuse and Mental Health Hotline at 1-800-662-HELP. <laughs> Welcome to Clean and Sober Radio, brought to you in part by Jefferson University Hospitals and Thomas Jefferson University, providing excellent clinical and compassionate care in the Philadelphia region, a proven leader in health care and education since 1825. And now, here are your hosts, Gary Hendler and Mark Sigmund.
2: Hey, hi, everybody, and thanks for joining us, and welcome to the show. Clean and Sober Radio features real people with real stories about addiction To drugs and alcohol. Mark Sigmund, what do you got here today?
3: We got another one of these stories about smuggling. So off of Columbia, two fishermen went missing. And they went out and they tried to find these two fishermen. And what did they find? They found a 50-foot long submarine with 205 packages of cocaine worth over 137 million dollars
4: yes and
3: basically they found this this huge submarine they did not find the fishermen unfortunately this happened on wednesday are
2: you telling me it was just a submarine floating around it it was
3: i guess it was partly underwater and they pulled up, you know, they're, they're doing this big search and they come across this submarine and there's four people on the submarine and packages and packages of cocaine. And I'm just picturing these guys below in the submarine hearing all these helicopters because like the Colombian Navy got involved, all kinds of stuff, swarmed this submarine, Gary. So did they ever find any live people in it? Uh, four. 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 four four people got arrested. Uh, again, this is off of Columbia. Could you imagine you and I on one of those submarines back in the well, day? I, I don't like I, water and I'm claustrophobic. Oh, you would not make it. It would never happen. Never. No, I could not see Gary Hendler in a submarine doing this. You know, could you do it? Uh, I I mean don't, could you get into a submarine? I I would try to avoid that myself. I've gone, you know, down. At like Penn's Landing, which is outside of Philadelphia, some yeah. people know they had a submarine at one point. I think it was Penn's Landing, and and uh, I get really, really claustrophobic because yeah. it's so small down there, you know. And imagine they're just they're just surrounded by cocaine. I mean, well, you packages- remember last
2: year those people in that that vehicle that went all the way down looking, I was looking, and it exploded. Yes,
3: yes. Oh, freaks me out, man. Uh, you're in a
2: submarine. There's a leak in it. And yeah. you you fl- you you swim out of the submarine,
3: and you're swarmed by sharks. Uh, yeah, I don't think you would swim out of it. I mean, you've all seen the but, movies in like World War II where they hear the creaking of the submarine, yeah, and yeah. you know, I wonder if these guys were getting into their own supply. Yeah, I don't know anymore. what else you so, got. What else you got? So this is really a serious thing. Um, people have been noticing, of course, when you go to gas stations and stores, there's all kinds of cbd products and drug products in a lot of these stores well the fda has alerted put a nationwide alert out asking americans not to purchase or use products for the supplemental brand name neptune's fix what they're saying is it contains a substance called tianeptine and the nickname for this is gas station heroin oh yeah they're saying it can be very addictive the pharmaceutical drug was originally improve, approved in Europe as an antidepressant. Uh, in 2018, it started being sold in the United States. There's been six warnings so far, and what they're starting to see is people are ending up in the ICU um, due to increased heart rate and nervousness and anxiousness and it's a big problem and and in general it's a big problem at these gas stations. Well yeah, you see that crap that they're selling at the at the cash registers. Half of it, I, don't, I don't even know what it is. Yes. And and you know, kids, you know, probably go in there and, and buy this stuff. Yeah. I mean I, I I don't know what the answer is, Gary. Well, I don't I don't I don't I don't know what the
2: answer is to any of it. But listen, Linda Linda E is with us today, so when we start the show, when we come back um, let's get the audience involved at 1-888-728-9941. Pick a topic audience and we'll discuss it. But the big news today is Kathy Wolf Collin is celebrating 26 years today. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations, Kathy. And we'll be right back.
1: This is Clean and Silver Radio.
0: A cancer diagnosis can knock the wind out of you. The Sidney Kimmel Cancer Center at Abington Jefferson Health can help. Our brand-new Asplund Cancer Pavilion brings you 86,000 square feet of cancer-fighting science for truly comprehensive care. Backed by the strength of an NCI-designated cancer center, call 1-800-JEFF-NOW. The Sidney Kimmel Cancer Center at Abington Jefferson Health. The power to out-science cancer.
1: What's happening? Brandon Novak here from those movies. Jacks or author of that addiction memoir, Dream Seller. Do me a favor and tune into Clean and Sober Radio with Gary Hendler. 888-728-9941. This is
2: Clean and Sober Radio. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I think we're going to have a good show today. We hope the audience gets involved with this. You know, pick a topic, call it in, uh, and uh, we'll discuss it. It has, to do, it has to have something to do with... What
3: we talk about. Yes. We won't be talking too much about submarines and stuff. But Gary, I wanted to make an announcement. Yeah, go ahead. Our friend of the show, Lou Montana, who is actually related to Joe Montana, the football player, famous football player, celebrated four years sober in February. And – from Clean and Sober Radio, we must say and really send out our congratulations to our man Lou Montana. Yeah, and
2: that's why we do the show. We want yes. you know we love to hear about people that support us and who are in the program and uh, who are doing a great job. That's what it's all about, right? Yes,
3: it sure is.
2: Linda, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're we're uh, we're hanging in there,
3: aren't we? We are, Gary. I mean, another Friday sitting next to you. You know,
2: well, I don't know if that's cool, but uh, hey, I want to mention this besides WWDB in Philadelphia. We're also on ninety seven point five FM high def two in Philadelphia. We're also on WGAC in Augusta, Georgia and WNBR, Tampa, Florida. So we're on the East Coast pretty well, aren't
3: we? Yeah, we're spreading around the world. And if you guys can, if you can hit share on Facebook and share the show, we want to keep spreading. Share the show. That's hard to say
2: like five times. Share
3: the show. Because you can Share say something
2: that's not cool, right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Okay, here we are. So for our first-time viewers or listeners, uh, Clean It Sober Radio, we, are, we, we, you know, we educate uh, and we, we educate on the subject of addiction and, uh, and, and uh, sobriety. Um, we are a great resource if people want to get into treatment. We can help with that. And uh, we have a good time doing it because in sobriety, you can still have a really, really great
3: life and fun, right? Yeah, it's so cool. I was just talking about people this – to people this week in early recovery. I remember like forgetting that you could have fun yeah. without drugs and alcohol? Yeah. They all go through that. I mean I'm counseling people and they bring it up all the time and I'm like, wow, it's going to be so much better if you can stay yeah, clean. It's like how, oh, I can't go on vacation without – oh my god, how gosh. are you going to go on vacation without getting high? Remember your first vacation? I mean, I remember being so nervous, like, how am I going to do this, you know?
5: I was a travel agent when I got sober the first time, and I had to go to Barbados on a familiarization trip with people that they weren't big drinkers, but I was the only sober person. It was murder.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it must have been. It wasn't like
5: you're with your family. I was with coworkers, and everybody else was drinking at night, and it was. It was nerve-wracking, and I got in that little Jeep and drove myself myself to a meeting. Did you? Wow. All by myself in one of those little moaks. Yeah. And I drove myself with the doors open and I went up a wrong turn somewhere and they had guard dogs and the dogs jumped into Ooh. the Jeep with me. I was petrified. But it was one of the best meetings I ever went to at that's, a little church. You know, that's, that's fun so to I go when,
3: when you're out of the area, out of the country, right? you go to meetings. It's, it's so fun. It is. And it's so cool because you can relate with everybody still in the room. You know, mm-hmm. I was in a
2: meeting in Paris. I love
3: that meeting. When I
2: got Married for the first time, for the first time. Yeah. And um, there was a woman in that meeting I knew from Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Oh,
3: now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Was it in French?
5: No. There's no. You english speaking meetings in France Oh, alone. okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. I just couldn't picture you speaking French. Well, I speak fluent French. It wouldn't really? matter. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> do you, what other language do <laughs> you speak, Mark? Uh, me Mayamo Marcos. Uh, a little bit of Spanish. Uh, my wife right. would disagree. She's from Colombia and she yeah. will very much disagree that I speak any Spanish whatsoever. Right, Gary. You know, I think it
2: would be interesting to go to a meeting where they don't speak English mm-hmm. and just sit there and you know what they're talking about. But just sit there and. Uh, no, I don't know. Maybe we'll still try feel it. Feel it. We we'll still
5: feel the camaraderie.
2: That's right. The energy in the room. That's right. Absolutely. Hey, listen, Beth R. from Santa Rosa, California, writes to us. What is Xylazine? They call it Trank. Yes, they do. Uh, it, it, from what I know, it's a non-opioid uh, sedative not approved for humans. It, it, Mark, you said it's an elephant, elephant tranquilizer or, or large
3: yeah. animal tranquilizer? Large. Yeah, and it's it's really bad because the heroin supply, especially on the East Coast, has a lot of this stuff in it. And uh, it's also addictive and you know people are going into rehabs and they're going to detox from opioids and what they're finding sometimes is like they're they're detoxing in other ways too so it's it's really kind of uh you know blurring the water here you do you know, know can uh, can narcan stop an overdose not from not from, <clears throat> not from xylazine no. um just from opioids you just know from now opioids. i don't know I haven't heard of a lot of like overdoses purely from xylazine but again it's just kind of come on the scene not too long ago have you heard of any overdoses purely no, from but, xylazine no
5: but they have those horrible skin infections yes. that's what it's causing these yes. horrible yeah. infections like a cellulitis and it doesn't heal for some reason
3: yeah, and, and and amputations and right? they're
5: having amputations like crazy like you would think it's the 1880s oh, yeah.
3: hey guys we have a
2: caller on the line
0: oh good this early
2: in the show uh, caller welcome to clean and sober radio
0: kate Thanks so much. Um, Thanks for taking my call. I had a a random recovery-related question to throw out. You know, one of the things I love about the the few different recovery programs I'm involved in is there's flexibility and adaptability. Like, we're all the same, but we all have to work our own program. And that the only requirement for membership in so much of 12-step recovery is the desire to stop. And, like, the only thing I, for me, the only thing I really have to do Is I have to keep coming back and everything else just kind of falls into place. And that's, that's my feeling. That was my experience. And I was just curious for the three of you to share your experience.
2: Well, that's a great question. Hang on. You know, it's interesting. Uh, You know, we talk about this a lot that, you know, when we start coming up, uh, they didn't promote, uh, uh, relapses and, you know, yes, the desire to stop using is, 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 is the main deal here. But it, we, we spoke about it last week, caller that it seems like the times are a changing where sobriety doesn't actually mean total abstinence anymore.
5: Yeah. That's the article well, I brought in today that it yeah. may not mean full abstinence That everybody. And when we first came in the program, there was an expression, take what you need and leave the rest. And I think they meant leave the gossip and stuff. They just meant keep the program stuff, but everybody does have to work their own program but people who refuse to work a program of any kind have the hardest time as long as you work a program that suits you and that doesn't put you in danger again then you know we have no beef with well, that well you know
2: what I, there's two parts to this for me at least okay. one is yeah whatever you do if it's if you if you're if you lead a, a very good life and you do all the right things i guess it doesn't matter if you're uh, using on the side. The other thing is, I I have to say that I don't agree when somebody says I'm clean and sober, but I'm still,
3: you know, I'm still you, you know, still smoking dope. Yeah, it's like the uh, the old California sobriety, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. where it's still using. And you know, I've seen it where it usually catches up to somebody eventually when they're yeah. doing that. You know, they
0: call it switching seats on the Titanic. I
3: think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a
2: good. But one.
0: for me, like I remember, you know, I didn't learn how to be an addict overnight. You know, my disease didn't just show up a hundred percent overnight. It was a progression and my recovery got to be a progression. Like the first thing was, Oh my goodness, I don't want to live this way anymore. I don't want to feel this in my, this way anymore. And like my, um, you know, the foundation, my path to a life of physical, emotional, and spiritual sobriety was also a process. So I personally have not struggled with relapse. I'm grateful every day for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. But I know people who stumbled and were at multiple rehabs, multiple, and now celebrate decades of recovery. So Yeah, that's the, that's know, the other
2: side of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. C- you know, Thanks you can't give up.
2: Call. You can't give up, and you just have to be honest with yourself. Thanks for the call. Thank
0: Thanks, you. Kate. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> Bye-bye.
2: Yeah, bye. It's a great call. Yeah, it's a very good call. Um, yeah, we're, we're coming back last week, Linda, I, I guess you heard this. We were talking about just what you brought up and when Mark, California sobriety and, and all that stuff, it, it's think, what,
5: doesn't it go back to the purpose? So like, if you're going to take a pain pill, cause you just had knee surgery and your wife is going to dole it out to you for four days and you're telling her no matter what, don't get a refill, throw it out. That's okay. Yeah. But if you're smoking pot for pain, you have to be able to differentiate. I'm using this for pain. I'm not using it to get high.
3: Which is difficult. is difficult, good luck. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Don't you
5: think? One thing leads to the other. So it's hard. But yeah. once your brain starts getting that good feeling, it isn't going to lead you back to everything yeah. you were doing. Yeah. And the other thing is we're seeing an awful lot of ODs on – cocaine and ecstasy because there's fentanyl yeah, in that yeah. street drug as well so we have people who say oh i kicked heroin for three years i've been off it i'm clean okay you're clean oh all i want to do is get a little bump and now they're dead yeah it's scary one 728
2: 9941 728 9941 join the conversation let us know if you agree with us disagree
3: with us or uh, Something in between, in between, right? Yeah. <laughs> what would it be? what would be well, in between? <laughs> uh, well, and it's it's uh, one of the areas we see a lot is with um, Suboxone, right, and things like oh. that, where somebody's on Suboxone, Which, it, for people that aren't familiar, it's it basically keeps like withdrawal away and things like that. It's 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 like a replacement kind of thing, and they'll go to a meeting and they'll say they're clean, but they'll say they're on Suboxin, and then people come back after. And talk to them and say, hey, you're not clean. And I've actually seen some horror stories with that. Yeah. you know. And yeah. it, so it gets really, really tricky. It does. You know? it, it, this day and
2: age. Yeah. Linda, do you remember, I mean, when we started coming around, a long, decades, the three of us, decades, decades, rehabs, you couldn't be on anything. Nothing.
5: But we knew people on Antibus when we were oh, coming in. That, we knew good. people on abuse back then Antibus. and methadone back then. I mean, we came in 40 years ago. Yeah. So the methadone has been around 50 years, 70s, right?
2: Oh, and easy. Yeah, yeah.
5: easy. So we knew there were methadone clinics and um, we also knew about – they took Antibus and they would complain, I can't have blue cheese dressing. I can't have salt because it will set me off. And people who would say that and make a big fuss at a meeting, they would be drinking anyway. They didn't care about their blood pressure. But that's – you know. and people now, there's a big push for the um, naltrexone. There's a big push now. I notice in all the groups about the. Nutrexone. Are you are you clean? If you're on. Uh, That's you, not a drug. I, I think and you're Naltrexone, clean. Think you're clean. clean. Yeah, and
3: just for people that aren't familiar, ant abuse will make somebody sick if they're taking ant abuse and they drink alcohol, yeah. Yeah, Alcohol. alcohol. It, uh, uh, you know, now Trexone is basically it has no mind or mood altering effects. It just basically will prevent somebody from getting the high they normally would. Um, so it has no mind or mood altering effects, just so everybody kind of knows what we're talking about here. And, and it's safe. And, it, and it's safe. Um, you know, and then it brings up, like, I got to tell you guys, I get a lot of people that come out of rehab. They went to rehab for meth. They go into rehab and they're showing some psychosis. They come out of rehab on heavy antipsychotics. You know, some psychiatrist diagnosed them with schizophrenia, you know, <laughs> okay. and and yeah. it happens all the time. And I'm just like, you see them. You know, if they stay clean a while, usually that psychosis goes away on its own, Mm -hmm. you know.
2: You know, when I was using and my drug of choice was Quaaludes, if there was a drug that I could take that would make it so there were no effects from Quaaludes, I wouldn't take it. Exactly. (laughs) I I couldn't. Right. So that's why.
5: So that's why we push the injection. There's an injection that lasts uh, 28 days, right? The Vivitrol injection is naltrexone that stay in your system for 28 days so you don't have to think about if you want to take it. So for my clients who feel the craving, I recommend the shot because if you have a choice, our choice is going to be not right. to take it.
3: I've had some people that have gotten on Vivitrol and they did not like being on it and they tried every which way to get high. You and, and, you know, <laughs> fact, I mean, came in with track marks and, and all this stuff. Nothing happens. and. <laughs> there are some ways that they've gotten by it. I won't mention them, but it, yeah. it was just—it was just tragic because you can also see overdoses when they're trying to overdo the blocker. So you know? it's the thought
2: process about these drugs, Vivitrol and everything. It gives you time for your brain to rewire itself. Yes. So you. Mm-hmm. So you, you're. You you do not stay on it forever. Uh, like methadone, there are people on methadone forever, mm-hmm. and it just
3: gives you your your brain a time to uh, get right. Yeah, and the thing about it is like with something like now naltrexone, there's no narcotic in it. So the brain still heals, you know? Yes. You see it sometimes with Suboxin and things like that. Uh, I don't know that the brain's healing so much. Yeah. You know? uh, guys, we have another caller on, which is
2: great. Lou Montana, welcome to Clean and Sober Radio, buddy.
1: Gentlemen, Gary, yes. Mark, Lou, Linda. Lou. Hey.
0: Lou.
2: <laughs> Mr. Four Years. Four Years. What's that like? You Remember Remember when we couldn't get a day? Right.
1: Man, I remember when I couldn't wait for the meeting to end so I could go get high.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Right? Yeah. 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 So what, are you doing anything
2: special today?
1: Well, I'll, I'll be attending the Merchantville meeting tonight. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's special to me. Just making a meeting is special, right? Yeah. It keeps me clean. But I do want to say something on a the Suboxone and the Rivetol shot and basically I don't have an opinion on it one way or another, right? Everybody, there's no wrong way and no right way for me. Everybody's got to find a way, right? We don't judge, right? If that's what you have to do to get yourself clean, that's what you got to do. But you know, the only suggestion I would have is not to stay on it, right? I know people been on Suboxone longer than I've been clean, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Would I take it? No. I'm a hardcore all or nothing, right? I don't detox off any kind of methadone or anything. I suffer through the sweats, right? And uh, thank God today I don't have to do that. I don't think about that, right? And uh, I do H&I commitment down to Seabrook House in Bridgeton, right? And I see the people there on the other side of the table, and I don't want to go back on that side, right? I want to stay on the side where I'm at, volunteering to bring the message in. And uh, when I see and I hear people leaving on that, you know, in order to do that commitment, you can't be on nothing anyway. Not even medical marijuana. Right.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's a good
3: thing, I would think. Right. Yeah. And Lou, if you know Lou, Lou is a. Big, tough dude, man. I could see you just kind of being like, I'm just not doing this stuff and sweating it out like you said, you know? And, you know, one of the things that we run into too is like <clears throat> somebody will be on Suboxone for so long that it's like, is it really worth it to try to get them off right now because there's such like, there's the, the fentanyl out there and it's it can be so tricky because some people go back out when you try to get them off of it. And so it, it's really like a cost benefit kind of thing, you know? Um, in a great world, everybody gets off of it, um, but it gets pretty scary when the, with the fentanyl out there right now.
2: Yeah. yeah. Hey, Lou, we're just running up against a commercial. We, we wish you the absolute best, you know, four more years, 20 times, and uh, thanks for all the support that you give us, and big congratulations.
1: Keep up the good work, guys. Thanks, Thanks, brother.
2: Thank you. Hey, if you're just if you're watching, you wanna if you're listening, you wanna watch us. Go to Facebook. Go to our Facebook page, Clean and Sober Radio, and you can watch us do this show. Like these uh, fine folks, Mike Brill. A happy Friday to my team of miracle workers. Let's save a life or two. Beautiful, Ron Manquist. Ever hear of trans tolerance? It has to do with the guys who froze to death in KC. I have
3: not heard of trans.
2: Have you heard of trans tolerance? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. John Logue is watching. Um, let's see something. Uh, Mike Brill went to a meeting in Bali, uh, Indonesia. There was no English spoken. David Revere. Amy Bescript. I hope I said that right. McGinley is watching. Joel Cooper. I think he's in Florida right now. Kevin Endress is watching. Um... Andrea Diaz My is watching. Beautiful wife. And so is Marjorie.
6: Oh, your beautiful watching. wife. Yeah, yeah.
2: Debbie Reynolds. Hey Debbie. Uh, David. I think it's Burgoyne is watching. Kevin Heyer. All right, we're going to get to everybody uh, again after we come back from the break. Don't go away, and we'll be right back.
1: This is Clean and Silver Radio.
6: When you look into the mirror, is your addiction staring back at you too many times? That answer is yes. At Gordensia, we see you differently. We see you as a whole person, healthy and at peace, living beyond the stranglehold of drugs or alcohol. At Gordensia, we see a pathway with tools you can use to lead you to recovering the life you want to live, recovering the life you want to share with the family who loves you. At Gordensia, we see hope. And believe, with the effective treatment we can offer, designed uniquely for you, within reach of where you are standing, you'll look into the mirror and see the potential for the fulfilling life that is in you. This time, you'll find your hope at Gaudenzia. It's spelled G-A-U-D-E-N-Z-I-A. Call 833-976-4357. Again, it's 833-976-4357. Begin to recover your life through treatment at Gaudenzia today. Begin today. Hi,
1: this is Randy the Blade Lurch. I listen to Clean and Sober Radio. 888-728-9941. This is Clean and Sober Radio.
2: That was our buddy Randy Lurch, uh, former Philadelphia Phillies uh, pitcher in the uh, 1980 World Series, I think it was, wasn't it? What a guest he is when we have him on. He's great. Hey, here's a story. For 25 indicted in Morgantown, West Virginia on a multi-state drug ring, more than two two dozen people under federal indictment in connection with a multi-state drug ring from West Virginia. Um, They were selling large amounts of methamphetamine, fentanyl, cocaine to dealers in west virginia michigan pennsylvania and new jersey i'm glad
3: they're off the street they're murderers absolutely you know um, um it's crazy we just had a big one up here outside of philadelphia too yes. um you know a big huge bust on that stuff and well, i wonder
2: if it was i wonder if it was part of this thing
3: i don't know but all i know is that this one involved coming in through the mail too and that's what you're seeing a lot is that uh you know stuff's coming in through the u.s mail yeah well that's i don't know how many how many people they said dozens of
2: people about eight of them were from uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. I, I don't know.
5: You know. So we have a new depressing national average. Yeah, let's hear it. The latest data shows twenty-two U.S. Deans ta- teens die of an overdose each week. How many? Twenty-two teenagers Jeez, a week. Man. A week.
3: It's awful. And this is
5: fourteen <laughs> to eighteen-year-olds. This is a very yeah. narrow thing they're looking at. Um, and they identified 19 counties that are hotspots for this. And I'm proud to say that Philadelphia isn't one of these 19, but Maricopa County, which is where Phoenix, um, Orange County, California had 61, Arizona had 117, LA, all these, it's a lot of people Midwest and a lot of the West yeah. and not out here, which I'm totally surprised. But kids are getting this because they're, they're the ones buying street drugs.
3: And, you know, uh, you got to wonder how much of this they're getting over social media. Yes. Right? I mean, that's pretty scary. That's a
5: new dealer. You can you, yeah. you find your dealer on Facebook and they deliver. It's a terrible thing. And then what you're getting, if you don't have the fentanyl test kits, which nobody's going to have, mm-hmm. nobody wants to admit they need it. Sure. So nobody wants it. Yeah. And then th- these people are doing So the article basically said, please talk to your young teens about these overdoses and be more careful. God, fourteen
3: years old. I mean, you know, and and you could just see it. People are on Snapchat and things like that, and and you know, getting it sent to them. So check your. I would say to parents, check your mail if you see anything suspicious going. Well, you your know, mail. It, obviously social media
2: is a problem here, but look, fourteen, eight. We go what? But I was I was getting high at 13, 13 yeah. Right. Me too. Yeah. It, it, the difference
3: is, I think that the drugs today. Yeah. They'd kill you.
5: Oh, absolutely, we'd be dead.
3: We'd no be dead. No question. Isn't it crazy how how you know you go back a little bit? We've talked about that a lot. And yeah. how now it's just the potency of everything. You know, you just feel bad for these, and things. you don't know what's
5: in it. Yeah, that's what scares me. Yeah, but back then would we have cared what was in it? That's what I'm thinking. Would we have cared?
2: You know what? I got to tell you something. I was afraid of hallucinogenics and a needle. Anything else went. Me, <laughs> Anything right. else I could use. It was just, it was just mushrooms and
3: needles,
5: uh, and LSD. I didn't do any hallucinogens, no, and I no. didn't do needles at all. You never, did, did, never didn't did, you. did any of that. I
3: mean, I I was afraid of of needles, of course, but I did like the psychedelics. Did you, you? know? Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I would hear that old story about like there was this old wives' tale that this guy had all this this sheet of acid in his pocket, and he was he was <laughs> on his bike, and it rained, and then he <laughs> thought he was an orange. I remember, it's you know, story. and that was that used to scare me here in stories like that, but I wasn't too scared of that stuff, Gary. You know. Any any uh residual effects, Mark? I mean, I kind of feel like the acid might have burnt me out a little bit, but you can ask my wife about it. She would say that I'm a little burnt, you know.
6: Um, yeah, from the acid.
3: I <laughs> <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> Linda and I were just talking about that. Oh, you were? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I feel like that just zaps your brain. You know what <laughs> I mean? You're, you're pretty acid. sharp, Mark. Right? You, you are. Thank you you. Are. I do get we're a lot of cloudy. You. Th- you guys get a lot of cloudy thinking. I, I get a lot get of a lot brain
5: of fog, thinking. but I think mine's from ADHD. I, j- I just think my ADD, I get brain fog. Oh, you think that's... What is
2: brain fog? What does that mean?
5: You just can't concentrate. You can't pinpoint. Yes. You can't focus. Yes. So like I have to yeah. take a break, do something else, like play a game and go back to what I'm doing. I have to constantly bring myself back to what I'm trying to focus on. Uh-huh. So, and you think that's calling, causing the – because
3: I have a – well, Gary and I both have untreated ADD. Is, right. You think that's causing the brain yeah. fog?
5: Yeah. It says the procrastination and <laughs> brain fog come uh, from that.
3: Mark, what medical school did you go to? I'm just curious. Um, uh, come on, Gary. <laughs> just, just ask what? anybody that – Anybody Marge is on I- here. She, she can comment on this. Gary has one of the worst cases of ADD I've <laughs> ever seen in yep. my life and i think brad would agree i, th- I mean <laughs> wow you don't think so oh yeah I-, I guess i'm the only one who in this room I doesn't think so, think so. I, mean, I guess that means i do have we'll go from one topic and then go boom, boom to another topic <laughs> exactly. and, is that what is that what happens yes. yes yes i hear it a lot with you
2: really yes <laughs> well, i love this guy <laughs> i mean hey listen mary r this is interesting yeah. from baton rouge Louisiana. Louisiana. At what age will your body not get addicted? Huh? I huh? said. Huh? No. I mean, yeah. if you're so old, <laughs> I, I guess you're trying to say it, your body isn't affected by everything. I... Everything's shutting down anyway. I mean, I, I, you're still it's making worse.
5: those neurons. You're still making those yeah. receptors for, for it in your brain. The neurological receptors are still there.
3: And it's worse. Oh, I mean, yeah. You know? Well, there's a big worse. problem with geriatric addiction. Falls accidents. Really bad. I yeah. mean.
2: Hey, if you're just joining us now, the three of us, Linda, Mark, and myself, Brad's here, Tyler's behind the glass. We are talking about um, – <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> mark just should be sorry, We are talking about just every every subject, and we've had some great callers ADD. call in and call us at 1-888-728-9941 if you want to join this conversation. Mark, what is that?
3: That says from Ron Manquist, yeah. uh, who is a great contributor to our board, Yes, he way. is. Yeah. Gary, ADHD, question mark, who knew, question mark. Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. 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 I mean, he doesn't agree with yeah, that. Everybody mark. around you just sees it. I mean <laughs> –
2: That's very funny. Yes. Very
3: funny. Very funny.
2: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Okay. I have another story here. Uh, Let's talk about just very briefly uh, for people that are not from around here. In Philadelphia, there's an area called Kensington. And it really is ground zero for open air. Outside, obviously, drug addiction. It's about 10 blocks long. People live outside. They have for years. It's beyond horrible and the new administration in philadelphia has decided um that they're going to clean the streets up and i believe what they're going to do is they're going to give three choices to the people living there and it really is beyond anything you can visualize and sad you can either leave the area you can agree to get into treatment or you're going to be arrested for years the police did nothing because i guess they were instructed there's nothing we can do but they're going to do something now. They're going to clean it up. And, you know, it, it sounds
3: good, but where are these people going to go? Yeah, you and know? that brings up another thing, too. It's like, we're, you know, you're hearing that pushing the out will go to other parts of the city, but also one of the reasons why they weren't busting people that were using, like, out in the open and stuff, yeah. because they would go behind closed doors and OD, you know? Yeah, um, so that's a whole other area of this. But if anybody is familiar with Kensington, you go down there and it's just. I mean, Gary was describing it. I mean, you know, you know, sewage. I mean, all that stuff. It's really, really emaciated bad. people. Yeah, um,
2: that are sticking needles in their necks and other people's necks. Yeah. Um, horror, It's a it's a horror scene. And, and,
3: yeah, and it, I I do believe it has to be cleaned up. I mean, I, it's just a matter of what people are saying that it's just going to go to another neighborhood. You know.
5: And that reminds me, I I had a client who was sober after her third or fourth try, rehab and jail, and she did everything. And we had a new person in the room, and the new person said to her, well, you know, I'm just a heroin addict. I can still drink. And she jumped up, and she said, well, I can't. And the girl said, well, why can't you? And she said, because in five minutes, I'd have a needle in my neck. So that mentality, if you get down to it and you know, you play it out in your head, and that's what's going to happen next, you know.
2: Well, you know Mark that what's gonna happen. play
3: the tape till the end till the end till the end yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all have these horror stories of people that switched and then ended up O d in and it's just it's just sad, you know it's sad
2: uh for the for this Kensington area a, a recent large scale drug raid involving camouflaged militarized police has some residents in the neighborhood worried what's next to be happen in this area. I mean, they're going in you know. They're going full force for this, um, and I think one of the reasons is, yes, I think that the administration does want to help people. The other is there are developers that want to start building down there.
3: Money yeah. talks, right? Yeah, it's so true. It's so true, and and I guess the it's going to be interesting to see what happens, and and uh, hopefully a lot of these people go into treatment. Yeah, right. If right? we Look at it somewhat optimistically, but. I'm sure some of, some of these people will, get, will yeah. get well because of this. Yeah, and I guess their hands are tied because it's gotten so bad, you know? If you need help now or you know some a loved one or a friend who needs help,
2: please call the Mental Health Abuse and Mental Health Hotline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Hotline at 1-800-662 to help put that on your refrigerator. Mark, what's the uh
3: the other one is the suicide hotline <clears throat> which is 988. If you're feeling hopeless, you're feeling suicidal, call that number and they will help you. There's probably people listening to this show right now that are feeling this way and incidentally keep an eye on your relatives, you know, early spring has been known as one of the worst times for suicide, believe it or not. And uh so keep an eye on your relatives.
2: Yeah, and really put these numbers on your refrigerator like poison control. And every other number you have on your refrigerator um, because when the time comes when you need help or want help,
3: uh, it's hard to start scrambling it to try to get it. Yeah, so you have it right there, right? I mean it's, it's so important. It's so important. And get it early. Get it early. Steve G. from Philadelphia. What is the difference between an open AA meeting and a closed AA meeting? So open – Uh, You know, you could bring a family member or a friend um, to the meeting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Closed is just AA members only. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right?
5: We used to have a program in Philly where you could volunteer to bring medical students. And it had to be to an open meeting. Yeah, yeah, And we used to take them, the nurses um, from some local colleges here. I won't mention which one. They used to send them to our meetings. Mm -hmm. And we used to help give them a great education. Yeah. And we wouldn't take donations from them. We were just educating them. We didn't let them put money in the basket. Or I don't know if they still have that program anymore, but it was a great one. We would volunteer, and once a month, you would yeah. take a bunch of these students to wherever you were going.
2: You know, you would look at these students while you're in the meeting, and they're hearing, like, these horror stories, and they're, like, <laughs> freaking <laughs> out. <they're, you> know?
3: <laughs> yeah.
5: So that's an yeah. open meeting. Yeah, that's a family open. member can go with you or whatever, but nobody's going to throw it's, you out. Nobody's checking you. Nobody's either, checking right? you at the door, believe me. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's, that's absolutely correct. Leslie V. from Richmond, Virginia. I don't know where these people are from, but my twin addicted sons feel that uh, if they just use occasionally, they will be okay. I disagree with my kids and wonder how can I convince them otherwise.
3: You want to take that one, Linda? Yeah, Linda. I
5: don't know. You know, if you have the can addiction you gene, them? you can't use occasionally. I yeah. couldn't. I can't. As a known drug addict, known alcoholic, if I took any substance, it would be over. But that's me. you know. I'm sure these kids want to believe they can still smoke pot at a party and that it will be fine. It may not be bad the first time or the second time, but the third time they might get so high somebody will give them a pill or something and then it will be over.
2: I would say this mother also – Dangerous. Maybe you can't convince her, but maybe the law can yeah
3: you know scary yeah. really you, scary would you compare this to an allergy linda
5: absolutely yeah. absolutely
3: why'd you say allergy well you know the old disease concept from from a yeah. you know obsession in the mind and allergy of the body meaning the the body actually has this really strong reaction to alcohol which kicks in this above normal tolerance which leads to craving and those two mm-hmm. together is part of that whole disease concept and uh and I like to use allergy when I'm talking with clients and stuff because it's like, you know, if you, if you eat peanuts, you know, you're you're going to, you know, probably have trouble breathing and yeah. stuff. It's the same thing with like alcohol that no matter what time of your life you try to do it again, like you're going to have that same body reaction, you know, yeah um, an allergy of the body. Yeah, you know. that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah, no, it, it absolutely does.
2: Um, we have a couple more people watching. I just want to mention Eddie Moe is watching, Eddie Mars. Oh, yeah, hey, Ed.
3: Hey. Uh, Cliff – Coblin, um, Ed
1: McCash.
3: I always love his name. He was a great guest. Yeah, yes, Hope Cornfield Bessler,
2: Ted Klotz. There's a new drug on the scene. There always will be. It's four times as strong as fentanyl. Oh, my I God. mean,
3: I'm wondering. Where like,
5: that's the trank? It's you think just, that's the trank? Yeah. It's okay. Tranq. It's just I mean, how
3: bad can it get? You know what I mean? I mean. You know, the, all these new drugs they are just getting more potent and more potent and it, it just blows me away. You know, it just blows me away. Yeah. I mean, you know,
2: there has been nothing that I know of historically in this country that has killed as many people. I don't think polio, Mm-mm. you know, yeah, you I, they're out. not mind altering drugs, but there, there's never been a uh, epidemic like this
3: and it's not getting any better. I know you like you put it in perspective. I like to look at, you know, you hear World War II, right? You have like four or five years of this and you're losing as many people as America lost in World War II. Exactly. And and it's just it's just unbelievable. You know, I'm really hoping medical we can catch up with this. I mean, there is some hope on the horizon, um, but, you know, it's just it's just unbelievable.
2: You know, no words, right? There's no words article. Yeah. How does alcohol affect the gut microbiome? Why don't I, I pronounce it? So you know how to pronounce it? microbiome.
5: Yeah, like the what you take the yeah. probiotics for in yeah. the prebiotics. Yeah. So for.
2: so so there's been a, a study done by a gastroenterologist from the University of California, San Diego, and you know a frosty beer or a glass of wine can enhance a meal and settle the mind. That's the yeah. positive. But what does alcohol do to the trillions? Of microbes living in your gut. And it is really horrible what it can do to your your, your system. And excessive use, uh, meaning uh, uh, people that can't control or stop problematic drinking. um, They have an imbalance of good and bad bacteria in their guts. This
3: is called, I don't know, dysbosis? What is it, Mark? Uh, I could not not – I could not pronounce that, Gary. Right, you and I. I'll spell it for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're spell it, yeah. So anyway, you know,
2: forget the the the, the pleasurable sides right. of, of alcohol and stuff. It really harms your gut. Oh. If
5: you know the story, my boy was here. He told the story. He went away to college, and six weeks later, he was in the hospital right. needing an endoscopy. And the doctor said, if he had kept drinking one more week. He would have had what you call Barrett's esophagus, which is a precursor to cancer. Yeah, it says So that it in burns here. your whole esophagus out. He burned out 11 inches. He had to stay home and rest and drink some pink liquid for like six weeks straight Jeez. before he could even eat normal again. So, yes, you can. And that was a Hansel of Vodka Day for six weeks. Man. But, you know,
2: people never think anything's going to happen to them. To them right.
5: Oh, yeah. And they think yeah. it has nothing to do with anything. Like he thought he had the flu. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. What was going on? Yeah. But it is it your microbes are going to get killed your digestion your, yeah. nothing works.
2: That's the logical part of addiction. But the reality is nobody cares.
3: Yeah, and we're seeing it um younger and younger. You know, we're getting people that are having you know, these these issues younger and younger, especially liver and females are more susceptible to yes. this. I'm getting people in their 30s. They're having serious liver, liver issues, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, and then if, if your windpipe burns through, you bleed out. I mean, it's fatal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, you know, and, you know, it's it's pretty scary stuff, you know. <laughs> the Warren Police, Ohio, rest this couple. <laughs>
2: They were selling dope, but also in the dope, they had two Super Bowl tickets worth $20,000. And the article just said, you know, the stupidity of people like this. And uh, the guy must have forgot he had it in (laughs) in drugs. drugs. So instead of going to the Super Bowl, he and his uh, co-partner ended up sitting in jail for the game. Oh, my gosh. You think it was a
3: mistake? It had to be. It had to be, right? Sure. I mean, Are they talking bricks and they put this on there to try to sell them more? How about I mean, Super Bowl tickets? $9,000 for an average ticket.
2: Is that how much it was? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. $9,000. 9000
3: What a Super Bowl it was. But that's a whole It was size. something. That's a whole other yeah. story. That's another story. <laughs> I know, Gary. That's Gary a whole other thing. It. What? He's one of the only guys I know that
5: doesn't watch the Super Bowl. We didn't watch it this year. Yeah. I had to tape the halftime show. I did a manual yeah. recording to see Usher, and that was it. Was that a good halftime show? It was excellent. Excellent. Good. good.
2: Brad thought it was great.
5: I loved Absolutely. it. I loved yeah. that halftime Amazing. show. Amazing yeah. I thought it was fantastic.
2: Hey, Tyler, did you see the Super Bowl? Of course I saw the Super Bowl. Yeah. Who hasn't? That's what I w- What did you think about but the I Halftime. Why- Unfortunately, actually, I did miss that part. I huh. was working at the same time okay. in the back kitchen. Oh, you had ludicrous
5: on and everything.
6: Right. It
2: was I, so I was awesome. good. It was good. It was
3: awesome. I liked Shakira much better a
5: couple I know. Of years I ago. Yeah, I love Shakira. I, mean, <laughs> I love her. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah.
5: All right.
2: Listen, we got to take a break. Um, when we come back, uh, let's continue. This is good. Good dialog eight eight seven We'll be right back.
5: Look at this. People are suggesting that they use psychedelics to treat addicts. And the guy from Betty Ford Hazelton is fighting back. Look at that one.
2: He's fighting it.
5: He's fighting. it. Good. NIDA is saying we should use mushrooms and stuff.
3: <laughs> Are we still live?
5: Are we live?
2: Yeah. Are we live? Of course You're we're live. live. Are we live?
5: <laughs> hey, why
2: don't we
4: go to break? <laughs> I, I, I right. said let's go to Let break. We'll be break. right back.
0: Why hey, didn't I do have? Yeah.
1: This is Clean and Silver Radio.
4: Diversity in the workplace is more than gender, ethnicity, and even age. It also means people in recovery. The Higher Calling Foundation works to end the stigma of substance use disorders in the workplace by helping those in recovery find jobs, get career counseling, and more. All things insurance doesn't cover and all. At no cost. And encouraging businesses to hire employees in recovery. Because with the great resignation, there are jobs to be filled. And employees in recovery are an untapped demographic. It's mutually beneficial. And it's simply good business. Started by employment attorney in recovery, Kevin Heyer, the Higher Calling Foundation believes everyone deserves a second chance. And works to make that happen. And now... Diversity in the workplace demands it. Visit HireCalling.org, that's H-Y-E-R Calling.org, and find out how we can help you.
6: When you look into the mirror, do you see your addiction to drugs or alcohol staring back at you? At Gordensia, in that mirror, we see you, healthy and at peace. At Gordensia, we see the tools you can use to recover the life you want to live. Hope is in the effective treatment we can offer, designed uniquely for you. Your hope is waiting at Gaudenzia. Call 833 976 4357. 833 976 4357. Through Gaudenzia, you can recover your life. Begin today. Hi, I'm Tony Luke Jr., and I listen to Clean and Sober Radio.
1: 888 728 9941. This is Clean and Sober Radio. You know, I wonder how this cleanup
2: in Kensington will affect business. I'm, I'm sure that businesses will start to flourish in there. Like historically, it was all businesses in that whole area. <clears throat> and then they all had to shut down because of what's going on. So, you know, <clears throat> you know, first I start feeling, you know, these poor souls and they are poor souls. But this could be a really good thing for them to clean that street up and give them a real, real option of uh, to get help.
3: It would be nice to see it come back, wouldn't it? It would be beautiful. Um, I guess it's just a matter of is, is Fishtown or another area near it going to go south? You know. Hey, we got a good a question here on the message. Yeah, board. what is uh, it? Ted Klotz says, I primarily smoked pot. My alcohol tolerance did not change. Six to eight drinks was all I could handle. Why did my tolerance not change? Um, and you know, the reason why <laughs> it hits a different part of the brain you know, um, it, you know, it hits a different part of the brain. So I'm sure his tolerance changed for marijuana, um, but not for alcohol. You know, that's what I would think. Uh, well, what do you think, guys? I'm going with what you said
2: because I don't know the answer.
5: Tolerance can change with age too. And it, it's kind of like allergies in a way because your allergies are worse if you're more toxic. If you're filled with toxins, you're going to be more alert to, to the toxin that comes along. If your bucket is empty, then your body might be able to tolerate it a little. So depending on how polluted you are, you have different reactions to things. And yeah, I play a doctor on TV. I shouldn't give medical advice, but that's the truth. If you – your tolerance changes only as far as what your body has – can turn around. And it's, it's and that has what, to
3: do with weight. That has to do with a
5: lot weight, of, but it also ways. has to do with toxicity. Yeah. Hey, Michelle Walker from England. Ah, oh, it's good
3: to see some England on hello. here.
5: Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. Get
3: some of your friends on here, Michelle,
2: Stephanie DePaul, Kevin Gleason. We got a lot. You know, I don't. I like Gleason. to You know, Kevin Nicole Rowe.
3: Nicole Carey is watching. Okay. You remember, Kevin, years ago, we had that whole thing about flying a kite. Uh, yeah, what was, that, who was it? That? That's Kevin Gleason. I think it's from oh my Alabama or, or, or yeah. was it Alabama? I
2: always get this Or Louisiana. This wrong. Or yeah,
1: he'll,
3: he'll, he'll chime uh, in there. Kevin, good to hear from you, buddy.
2: Um, wow, well, it's nice. Yeah. Um, our friend from England says, any drug of choice isn't the problem. Addiction is a disease of the thinking. Absolutely, you got yeah. it right. You know, it's you know, this is really stupid. You know, the British accent—it sounds so smart to me. It does. I'd like to sit in an AA meeting. In, with, 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 <laughs> have with,
3: you been there? Have you been to England? Uh, no, no, me neither. No, me neither. Yeah, have I, been? I don't know. And Kevin's from Louisiana. Oh, okay. I was right. Okay. You were it's right. Louisiana. L- okay. Floats. Is that – that's not really how you pronounce it, right? It's Louisiana, no, it's, right? No, no. That's how we pronounce yeah. it. Louisiana. Yeah.
5: They pronounce it, what he's saying, like they say Nolans. Yeah, Narlins.
3: Yeah, I'd, I love Louisiana. Have you been there? Oh, yeah. I've been there a bunch of times to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. This was back in the day.
2: Mm-hmm. You were my, yeah. I love New <laughs> yeah, Orleans. I bet you did.
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah, I have a picture of myself drinking one of those hurricane drinks on, from that place on yeah. Bourbon Street.
2: Mike Burke, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. We, th- we really appreciate all the uh, – support that we get on this show every week yeah you know, every week I... since 2013 it's unbelievable any
5: plans for the big holiday weekend which holiday it's president's day <laughs> uh, kids who are this... from school today and monday president's so my day. friends are <laughs> I mean, teaching it's just the idea that it's a long weekend yeah i'm just I saying it's what are long... you doing with the long that's weekend?
3: a lame holiday I is mean, it yeah <laughs> it's, I didn't think of it as a holiday weekend, but come to think of it, you're exactly right. My son's off until Wednesday on wow. the break. You know? right.
2: because the and president's which uh, presidents are we celebrating? No, we shouldn't get into that. We, we shouldn't get into that. So,
5: um, yeah. Our sponsors won't like that if we get into interesting. politics. I love Very it. interesting. How much time?
2: Of course. We've got four minutes. Four minutes. Okay, good. Um,
3: yeah. Incidentally – Yeah, You know, when we're talking about this whole what's going to be the future, you know, I keep hearing more and more about this vaccine for against fentanyl, uh, um, which they're working on right now. And we'll we'll have to see. But basically what it does is it it treats the fentanyl molecule um, like a germ and basically it prevents it from crossing the blood brain barrier and for people getting high from it. And that's what they're working on right now, and supposedly it's a one and done kind of vaccine. But, but crossing the um, blood-brain barrier. Yes. Okay, that's the head. What about the body? I mean, that wouldn't really, really. What it does is in the head is where it, it ends up shutting your breathing down and all that stuff. Oh. So it would the body would not respond to it, and. Uh, there's there's studies going on regarding this. And I, I mean, I hate I'm hoping at some point that's one of the ways out of this when we're losing 70,000 people a year due to opioids. You know, um, reported 70, reported. 000. Yeah, they said 106. But I think that's all overdoses together. But opioids are about 70. Um, so it's,
2: it's we'll see, you know, the, the, the depressing part of this me yes there's new there's new anti this and anti that but there's more people using mm-hmm.
0: yeah than ever yeah. yeah
3: there there is you know especially in the United States right and it is pretty scary it
2: is you know are you seeing in your practice or are you linda uh,
3: any slowdown I'm seeing a, a slowdown a little bit in my practice of, of I'm not seeing as many opioids, believe it or not. Um, uh, people, you know, I'm seeing much more alcohol. I'm seeing more meth. Um, yeah. I'm seeing different things, but I think some people are definitely getting the the fear and the doc, and also they're cutting down on these these prescriptions for Percocet and things like that. I'm not seeing as many opioids uh, people struggling with that particular addiction as I did years ago. Or they'll be on Suboxone or something like that. It's been treated already to to an extent. How about Linda, anything?
5: No, it's the same thing. More meth, more coke, more
2: speed. Linda, thanks for joining us today. We are up for the hour. Uh, Mark, thanks so much. Brad, Tyler, thank you. Remember, if you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, help is available. Please call 1-800-662-HELP. To get clean and sober on one of your local radio stations, reach out to us on our website, at cleanandsoberbroadcasting.com. For Clean and Sober Radio, I'm Gary Hendler.
3: I'm Mark Sigmund.
2: Thank you for joining us, and thank you for all of your support.
1: I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the
3: group and ourselves. I hope we pass the audition.